Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. We're going to be talking about the whole story of Joseph. Our topic is called Family Ties. We're so happy to have our friend, Mr. Dre Bell Rock, hanging out with us. Hey, Dre. Hey, I'm so happy to be here and to get into the story of Joseph. I mean, it's just like a cunning tale. And I'm just excited to talk about it. Um, God is good. His presence is always flowing. And um, it's just something about the love of family and just how sometimes you can get betrayed by family. And I'm really excited to talk about this story and just, just talk, let's talk about it. All right, Dre, you back on you back on the mic now. Before we get into it, I want to talk to you, kind of catch up with you because we did the tea together for about a year on the podcast. We had a great time. So we're doing some new things um, this time around. So this time, this particular episode we have you on talking about, we're doing like more of a, I'll say more of a Bible chat. So, so what's been going on with you lately, Lane? What have you been into? Okay, so I have been doing the Nightcap Crew with China. I've been doing that. Welcome to China on YouTube. And we've been doing like love and hip hop reviews. So we talked about that, and then um, I'm still doing the Exciting Life broadcasts from time to time on Wednesday, so we're really ready to get back into the studio. And I'm also looking forward to um, working with London. We have received our awards from the ADI Entertainment, and that is so nice. So I'm yeah. looking forward to getting back in them things and backstage from inside out, and I definitely miss giving the tea. So starting this tea off talking about Just Up is going to be great. Yes, yes, it is. And you do have a new addition to your life. Please tell us about your new friend. A new friend, a very busy friend, a very playful friend, Quincy the Cat, Quincy Camila. And that's my little buddy. <laughs> and he's just so lively. He, he, um, he's out now because if, he, if I'm talking in front of him, he would literally attack me and keep jumping on me and I won't get anything done. <laughs> that's so cute so Quincy Quincy Camille is very playful very playful loves to lay on his back and I'm I, I guess I am a bit of a cat dad <laughs> <laughs> that's cool so if you guys want to see Dre's cat how to, how can they follow you not just for the cat but just for all the other stuff you're doing how can okay, they so follow you, you? Wanna just check out some of my um YouTube some of my links and some of my um uploads go to Dre Bell Rock at Facebook or Dre Bell Rock on Instagram. That's D R E B E L L R L C K, and it'll pop right up if you want to see Quincy the Cat or any other thing that's going on right now. So check it out, Dre Bell Rock. Hey guys, thanks for listening. We want to invite you to listen to LICMC.net for great community and faith as well as music. It's all there for you at LICMC.net. You can get your own spot. Contact London at 419-245-4979. That's 419-245-4979. I'm going to ask you guys to check out CBiz Media on Comcast, Cable in Detroit, 10 a.m. Saturdays, and on our website anytime at cbiztvonline.com. That's C B I Z 
www.ltvonline.com. Thank you. Very cool. So good to be talking with you again. So we're going to get into family ties. So we're talking about the story of Joseph. And we, for many of us, we know the story as far as basically Joseph was telling his telling all his family members like, hey, I'm going to basically be above you. You guys are going to bow to me. And God keeps telling me these things and I'm going to be pretty great. And of course, his brothers got jealous. His father already seemed to favor him more than his brothers. And then um, Dre, what happened? He got that coat, right? Yeah, okay. Coat so of many he, colors. He was, he was the son of Jacob. and He actually was his father's favorite son. And he made him this coat of all these beautiful colors. And then his brothers were jealous. And then one day he shared with a visitor, a visitor shared with him that um, he saw a vision with this bundle of wheat. And the brothers, they started saying, oh, wow, he has prophetic powers. So they saw Joseph getting more of like attention and it really made them jealous. And then his brothers decided they wanted to kill him. So yeah. one of the brothers said, do not put him into the pit. Do not kill him. What they decided to do was to get a band of traders and they decided to sell him as a servant. Right. So once they sold him as a slave, he the king, um, the king found out that he had his new master found out that he had these prophetic powers. Right. Once he figured out that he had these prophetic powers, he actually gave him, he gave him a job to, um, like, to be an overseer of, in in, in the palace. Yeah, so he basically went up the ranks, you know, you would think, oh, I'm about to be a slave, and this is horrible, and how I'm going to survive this. And and because God had gifted him with the gifts that he had, you know, his visions actually started coming alive as far as him saying he was going to be in such a great space. He was going to be, his family was going to bow to him. Now, let me ask you this. How would you feel if one of your family members was like, well, basically, I'm better than you. I'm going to be better than you. And that's just how it's going to be. So there you go. I'm going to be better than you. How would you react when one of your family members did that to you? I mean, I, I definitely think growing up with like a big family, a lot of siblings, it comes like rivalry and stuff like that. But it just seems like as you get older, you guys get closer and you just really want each other to be successful. So I never directly experienced that with my siblings. Like, oh, we don't want you to be successful. We, um, oh, we don't we don't accept your gift or calling. They always been so encouraging, but that just, I guess that comes with just being like a younger, a younger sibling and a, when you have like older siblings and then have like one young, younger sibling. So I just, yeah. I usually mostly the time is getting encouraged by my siblings. So when Joseph was going through with his, all, them, all his brothers, it just, that's, that's just seems like. <laughs> you don't get that, hand, right? Like, it's blessing because I, I agree with you. My family's always been supportive of me. Um, it was a time me and my older sister, it was this rap song that, that was out, say, you could get with this or you could get with that. 
and she used to mess with me with that song <laughs> but that was like the only issue that we ever had honestly because we're so close and we're besties and she's always had my side my, my little brother he's great too I love them and I haven't had you know any issues like I'm the favorite or whatever like that which thank god my mom didn't play play favorites but some parents do that and I, I do think the parents shouldn't put the kids in that place like play favorites like that because it can spark that conflict within the family if you do something like that so I really don't agree with how he put him as his favorite but you know it happens yeah that I definitely I don't agree with that like parents like favoring um kids when they have like more than one sibling like I feel like you should show them equal like love so I, but that's just the times that they were living in and he he favored Joseph because of his gifts and also, yeah. we can talk about how Joseph, when he um when he did become a slave, it was um once he um he got caught he got set up by the lady in the palace who actually ripped his coat, which made him get another promotion to be in the jail. And then before getting his promotion, yeah, it's like that's when he yeah. became who he was, the uh, ruler. Yes, because dude Joseph was going through like he had a very uh challenging story like he had a lot of ups and downs and it kind of puts you in suspense like is he really going to be this man he keeps saying he's going to be i mean how can he be this when he's in such a position where it looks like he's a slave like how is he going to be great and you can think about that in your own life like at times like you might have down times in your life and then you might have other people judging you like oh you're never going to be anything or whatnot and he just continued to keep the faith in and use the gifts God had gave him. But it doesn't hurt the fact that God actually told him, hey, you're going to be great. Because we don't always get that, you know, yeah, from God. To hear God's voice. And yeah. ultimately, Joseph was good to his brother. He was so good to his brother. And he, um, he realized that. He told them, what you use for evil, God has turned for good. And that's what ultimately yes. just made him get the position that he was in. Because yes. God knew his heart. God knew his intentions. And God really had that position for him. Yeah, because I'm actually going to read chapter 50, verse 14 through later on. Yeah, to, to close it out. But yeah, like, he, he went through so much... And he was, I mean, even though he was kind of, it almost felt like he was teasing his brothers, even though I don't think that was his intentions, but it kind of felt like he was teasing, like saying he's the best. And that beautiful colored coat that he had that was such a special gift, I think the, the brothers really hated that coat. And they used that coat to prove to their dad that he was dead. They put some blood on it, I think some animal blood or something on it, and acted like okay this is this is his coke dead he's dead now so your favorite son is gone now but that's just so drastic like that is so <laughs> drastic like just, i mean maybe that's just how the biblical day was and just to go through that i just couldn't imagine and just living in a time during when people could be enslaved you have it just it just seems and then going through a drought seven it was seven seven years of plenty and then seven years without the food 
Right. So God God told him what to do in that situation. So that was awesome. But I was just thinking about um, I wanted to go back for some reason I think I wanted to go back to the coat scenario how that beloved coat it just was a symbol of his downfall or his demise but in the end that coat didn't really mean much because he didn't need that coat to be the man that he that he turned out to be that God wanted him to be um, but Absolutely. like you were saying back in those days like people were too drastic in certain areas but I think it's some drastic people now I've heard of some pretty big sibling rivalries where siblings didn't get along and just for just because they just didn't get along with each other then then we have some siblings that are bullies which I could definitely say they were bullies um even though they were taunted by Joseph they were definitely like huge bullies and then we have also the part the parents play in the whole situation where the parents shouldn't really be picking favorites and choosing sides so I just wanted to come talk about this story kind of in a light way just how did God does it connect to now family ties different things we might go through in our families and certain things that mistakes that we might make that we shouldn't make and we should try to work on and try to um, try to stop it where it's at because you know there's even adults now that don't get along with their siblings and I think you guys should squash that I mean you guys should come together yeah, you, and, I, mean, I think it just communication is key. You have to really tell them how you feel, and you have to just let them know that, you know what, I am somebody. You can't really just tell me what, tell me what to do. You have to, you have to, you have to talk to each other because once you get a miscommunication, his his brothers didn't even know that that Joseph cared so much and he had nothing but love for them. And all they saw was him being the favorite, but they didn't know that he deeply cared. Well, but they found out later. Yeah, like, it's all starts in the house, like, in the home. You should respect and love your family members and, and try to lift them up no matter um, what's going on with them. Don't be the bully family member. Your house should be the safe place where you can go. Your family should be a safe place. Where if you, you can go. Anybody else to talk to, you should definitely be able to talk to your siblings and your family and just be able to turn to them. Yeah, this, that should definitely be your safe place. So I'm hoping that people think about that and take that to heart. And I like just the way this book, um, this part of Genesis, where um, I was going to read in Genesis chapter 50 momentarily. But I just like the story of Joseph Hall. It kind of shows different family dynamics and different challenges and struggles and, and it's the lesson you can learn from it they didn't make all the right decisions obviously they made some pretty messed up decisions to be to be honest yet it all turned out the way god wanted it in the end and you were again talking about the seven years of famine and the seven years of um what was it uh, seven, seven years was seven years of famine and then a seven years of recession right because so they, they saw um the seven fat cows and then they knew that a they called a musician but no one could interpret the dream but joseph he actually interpreted he knew what was going to happen ultimately they were able to like get the food because of he interpreted the divisions 
Yeah, so they basically planned and said, well, we know this is coming. So let's store this food up because we know. So let's store this much, this many years worth of food because we know we're going to go through the same amount of famine. So we'll be good. So it's awesome that God gave him that insight and that wisdom. And that's one of the things that made him be right next to the leader like the right hand to the leader of the country that he was taken off to another country a place he didn't even know treat um taken in as a slave basically probably something nobody would ever want to go through and god still managed to bless him through that and he managed to promote him in a place all, all things work together for good for those who serve the lord that just really came to me once i really heard this story all things work together for good for those who serve them. That's right. And all things are possible. You might think you're in a bad situation right now, but God can really take you to the next level no matter where you're at. You know, God is bigger than your circumstance and your situation. So we just got to trust and believe in that. Yeah, because he went from the pit to the palace and then to the pit again because of the downfall with the women, and then back to the palace and just being the man that God intended him to be. Yes, Potiphar's wife came after him. She basically tried to set him up. And I don't know, she might have just was attracted to the fact that he was doing all well, these it, great um, things. He, he just, he, just, he kind of embarrassed her once she um, was like making moves on him. And she she was embarrassed that she, then she snatched the coat and kind of set it up to make it seem like yeah that yeah the coat was always a catalyst whatever he the, the coat of many colors whatever coat he was wearing in I think was a different coat but and yeah people was using his coat he ripped the piece of the coat they knew it was him once they right. ripped the coat but really it just because he rejected her which made her feel comfortable yeah part of her wife she was a yes like she got her like you said she got her feelings hurt she didn't expect to be rejected um being as being part of her wife and you know it, it made me think of some stories that i heard dealing with uh black history african-americans versus maybe a white person some of those old stories where they'll say well somebody will cry rape or something which is horrible but it's it shows you that it, it can't it, happen it, it, it really wouldn't be true right but they will put yeah. that on that person because for whatever reason for out of revenge or whatnot and people actually do that i know there's a lot of good a lot of women that go through things uh raping all types of things that they shouldn't go through and it's wrong and we we feel for them and we feel that the person need to get justice whoever hurt them but there are some people that are out there just to to play games and to they just want to see you get what they think you're supposed to get so it's like joseph ran into another bully in another way not his family but in another form of a bully yeah in the form of this woman that just like you said basically got her feelings hurt because she was rejected and Joseph decided to be upright and upstanding. He didn't want to lose his space just to be with her. He didn't want to lose his spot and lose his blessings because of her. Yeah, he wanted to stay on the righteous path. He knew that just wasn't the right 
background. Possibly he got his blessing by staying focused and just staying driven and knowing that God is going to help him get through this storm that he was going through. Amen. Amen. So, so I'm going to read from chapter 50 of Genesis, guys. Um, I'm trying to see when the story of Joseph actually started. Since I want you guys, if you guys aren't familiar with the story, to go back to the... I'm trying to see exactly when his story started in the book of Genesis. So just give me a moment, guys. I'm looking back through it. I should I know I should have did this ahead of time in advance. Because it is a good story. Let's start with Genesis chapter fifty. The last well, that's, chapter of Genesis. That's what we're gonna read, but I'm trying to get to like the beginning of Joseph's story. Okay, so I think I'm getting close, y'all. I wish I had some elevator music on so I could see. Um, wow. I still, still feel like I'm missing where the story is. Where it started. Well, I'm going to just have to put that in the notes for you guys since it's taking me so long to see where this starts. I know it's not in chapter 37. Joseph sold the Ishmaelites. It might be chapter 37 in Genesis, but don't quote me, guys. Okay, because I read Genesis 50 the last chapter. It starts in 37. Oh, his whole story, like from the beginning. But okay, we're going to get into 50. I'm gonna, this is the end of his story and actually the end of the book of Genesis. Starting with verse 14, chapter 50. And Joseph returned into Egypt, he and his brethren, all that went up with him to bury his father after he had buried his father. And when Joseph's brethren saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph will peradventure hate us and will certainly requite us all the evil which we did unto him. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph, saying, Thy father did command before he died, saying, So shall ye say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee now, the trespass of thy brethren and their sin. For they did unto thee evil, and now we pray thee, Forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of thy father. And Joseph wept when they spake unto him. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servants. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good, to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. Now therefore, fear ye not, I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spake kindly unto them. And Joseph dwelt in Egypt, he and his father's house. And Joseph lived a hundred and ten years. And Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation, the children also of Mashir, the son of Manasseh, were brought up upon Joseph's knees. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I die, and God will surely visit you and bring you out of this land unto the land which he sware to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And Joseph took an oath of the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and ye shall carry up my bones from hence. So Joseph died being 110 years old and they embalmed him and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. So basically it's closing out with, well, his father passed away. 
his brothers are now scared that they're not going to be loyal. He's not going to be loyal to them anymore or help them anymore because the father passed away. And they actually fell to their faces, just as his vision said. They, they fell to their faces and bowed to him, basically asking for his mercy. And and he said he's not God. He didn't, he didn't take that stance of I'm better than you. He said God put this all in place because... He wanted me to save all these people's lives. All these people would have starved and died if if I didn't see the prophecy and I didn't yes. tell the people what they needed to do. So everything I went through for was for a reason. He said, and I'm going to continue to take care of you and your your offspring. We're all going to be a family and love on, on each other. And then it, he lived to be 110 years old. And it was just a happy ending to the story because he could have easily said... Ste- uh, stepped on them, or or just put rubbed it in their face, like I to like I told you, I'm I'm above you now. And you guys have to listen to me. And he could have did that, but he, like you said, it was never in his heart to be that type of person. But that's yeah, how they he, took he, it. He reassured his brother that everything was going to be okay. Yeah, because we we didn't really talk about the part where with the big reveal, which was so cool when they actually went to go to Egypt to get help. And not knowing that Joseph was going to be, um, like almost basically second in command there, and he was going to be the one to help them and give them food and what they needed. So that was like a big reveal. Like they didn't even know that they their brother know was that the he one. Was going to be that prophetic and just have that calling on his life. Yeah, and then they got scared. Like, oh, he's going to get revenge on us. And it's like a lot of people's mindset. Oh, they're going to try to come after me. They're going to get me because that's what they would do. But that wasn't his mindset. He was never trying to get revenge. And I just like the way that that he went through all of this. And he could have been mad at God. He could have been mad at his brothers. But he, he continued to walk on a righteous path. Yeah, he he basically said, you know, which is a mindset I think we should all take when we go through things. Like it's kind of hard though, because sometimes you could be upset. You know, some people are scared to be mad at God, but sometimes you can't be mad at God for certain things that happen in your life. Of course, you can't stay mad at God, and you have to ask Him to forgive you on that. But it's understandable if you've gone through some major things in your life, and you're like, God, basically you're asking God, why did this happen? And you're upset at the people that may have inflicted pain and hurt on you. And God doesn't want you to keep all that inside of you, though. He wants you to drop those heavy weights. And that's what Joseph did. You have to forgive. You have to move on. You can't really hold burdens on your mind because it just in your mind places you really don't want it to go. Right. You just, you got to let that go. And, And after everything he went through, he just saw the purpose. Like, I see why God did it this way i see why why things ended up this way because look at all the all the blessings that came out of all the hurt and all the pain and that's what we gotta look at look at all the blessings look at the fact that you're still here you may be hurting and still trying to figure out and get through challenges and struggles but you're still here and don't give up god has a purpose and a plan for you in your life always hold on to your joy hold on to your peace Yes. God's favor is always upon you because He wants the best for us. He don't want us to be our first version of ourselves. He wants the best version of ourselves. But He wants us to always show, always bless us. Keep us. We have to just hold on to that faith. That's right. So our whole topic was family ties. 
And and what can you say about the family ties and connections in this story? Like, what did you get out of this? What I got out of this is when you when you have a calling, God will definitely let you know. And just when you know that that's your calling, don't run from it. Just always go with the calling that God gives you and your passion. Hallelujah. Yes, don't Hallelujah. doubt it. Don't doubt it, even when the naysayers and the challenges come. it's really come. something about that, your intuition that tells you, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I, this is, this is God's purpose for me. Amen. I love that because, yeah, and, and even in your families, you can have the naysayers, you can have the bullies, you can have the people that's putting you down. And, and it's hard, it's sad to say that, that for some families are like that and go through that. But, um, it's like you you'll get you'll get what you get in the end but god really blessed their family it was like a very happy ending story because they the brothers really could have got could have got it worse than they did but it was just you know you just got to be careful how you treat people because you don't know they might be in a place of power where they have to help you one day so they you know they mistreated him but in the end they needed him in order to to sustain so we got to be careful how we treat each other in our family dynamic and in the world in general well family should be a place where you can go to feel safe and to feel loved and respected so we should all try to work on making our families be that way if it's not that way now and be careful how we treat each other because we need each other give each other calls, talk to each other. Yes, it's not too late. But it's always, you can always build trust with family. It should always be like that. Yeah, you can always try to turn it around. Yeah. Because you, again, you never know if you're going to need each other and you might need each other. So you don't want to break that connection, that family connection and that family love with one another and as parents we don't want to try to make our kids divided with each other either we want to um like you said treat treat everybody equally as far as you can you know i think some parents may do it not realizing that they're showing favoritism and some do it intentionally i don't know but i just pray for the parents that they just be mindful of how they treat their kids and also have that like you said communication door open so the kids can say i feel this kind of way mom or dad and and some some, some kids feel like they can't talk to their parents and i just thank god that i grew up with a family where i just had open communication and we could talk to each other if we felt some way and then we could just kind of resolve it so communicate communication is the key communicate with your kids let them know that i'm glad you can come to me and communicate with your siblings as well right she'd be able to let your siblings know how you feel because if you do have that older sibling sometimes they could be overpowering or intimidating but i just want all the families just just to have an open door to each other and say hey let's just talk it out because we can get through this and we're stronger together than we than we are apart stronger together than we are apart i love that 
Amen. So, guys, I'm going to get with you guys when it comes to where to start with the uh, book, the story of Joseph, I believe is Genesis 37. But if you guys want to connect with us at all, you can email me at cbiztv at yahoo.com. That's cbiztv at yahoo.com. And if you'd like to connect with Dre, again, you can check out his social medias. Uh, what's your social medias again, Dre? Dre Bell Rock on Facebook and then Dre Bell Rock 17 on Instagram. All right, guys. Thank you for hanging out with us, and we hope that you have a blessed day. Let's keep let's keep our families together. Let's show love to each other for those that don't have families yet. Um, let's just try to prepare and keep in mind, you know, what do you want your family to look like, and just ask God to lead you when it comes to that. Yeah, what do you want the dynamics of your family? And ask God to lead you, and you can you can make it better because I know some people have had bad family child who's growing up but that doesn't mean they have to carry that on and they've actually have a lot better dynamic with their own families because they know what they don't want their family to be like so we can learn from all these situations but god bless the families and thanks guys for listening you guys take yes, care god bless the family and continue to love on each other god bless you all amen god bless amen. thanks dre Thank you so much.